Love Talk Radio. The Bible says that not everything that has breath, do what? Not everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Amen. So if you're breathing this morning, I need you to shout hallelujah. If you're breathing this morning, I need you to clap your hands. If you're breathing this morning, I need you to shout we thank God for all those that serve with us. Ask that you would continue to lift up uh, Elder Farmer who um, hurt his back at work. So we want to pray for him. Uh, pray for our Elder Kathy Midwin, our executive pastor, who is going to be gone for the next 30 days. Amen. So pray that God will continue to bless her, to keep her, and we will be hearing from her if you join us on Wednesday night. She'll be with us on Wednesday night for Bible study, and, and she'll be with us for prayer. Amen. So keep her with us for prayer for our very own evangelist, Brother Harley, Bishop Freddie Brown, and all the advocates of this hour, the people of God that are here in this place on today. And we are truly grateful to God. Want to recognize Pastor uh, Lambert? Landor. Amen. Pastor Landor. Amen. And his family is our head district from Mississippi. And we will give him an opportunity to come and, and welcome, greet us. Amen. And his own way. But we just want to get ready. I'm not. I'm not going to let nothing set me back, amen. I'm not going to let nothing set me back. I, I, I helped out with the ability this morning. We made it, amen. Amen. And we all have one piece, amen. 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 And so we are here. Uh, we're going to get out a song of preparation, a prayer of worship, our sister Kamisha. Amen. Then we'll have a song, our scripture, reading, and prayer by Baptist Harway. And then we'll have another song, amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we stand for our feet as we welcome the Lord into this place today?
Thank you. 
read, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I yeah. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the power from the Lord and he shall cover me with my feathers, and under his wings
Amen. Hallelujah. Come on and clap your hands and give God praise. Amen. We're truly grateful to God for giving us the opportunity to worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. And we are just truly grateful. Thank God for Sister Kamisha giving us our uh, worship, prayer of worship, and Evangelist Hardaway uh, with our scripture reading from the 91st Division of Psalms. And then that fervent prayer. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I've been blessed already. Amen. Just being here in the presence of the Lord. Uh, we have some housekeeping things that we need to do. Um, and we want to uh, do that first. Amen. We want to take care of some housekeeping business. Amen. Uh, February, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Amen. Give yourself a hand because you are a part of the story of black history. And so we're truly grateful to God for all of you. Amen. We want to uh, wish all of our February um, babies, we want to say happy birthday to all of those that were born in February. Amen. We want to say happy birthday to Mother Carolyn Mays, celebrating on the 16th of February. Amen. Come on, clap your hands. Amen. Mother Hazel Blanton, uh, celebrating on the 21st of February. Our very own Brother Farrell Mack on the 25th of February. And Deaconess Cassandra Faye Robinson gets a birthday this year. Woo -woo! She's a leap year baby, amen. Her birthday will be on the 29th. We want to say happy birthday to all of you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. May God bless you. Keep you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord bless and keep you. Happy birthday to you. Amen. Happy birthday to all of our February birthdays. Amen. Amen. We want to take out this time to um, greet our visitors. Uh, we have visitors that are in the house, and then we have visitors that might be worshiping with us for the first time. We just want to let you all know how excited we are, amen, to be uh, that you are here with us, amen. I'm going to ask Pastor amen. to come at this time and greet us, amen. If you would come at this time, Pastor Lamford, you want to come and just give us greetings this morning, and then we'll finish off our welcome at that time. Sister Kamisha, thank you for being ready. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the man of God. Church, amen. amen. Uh, we bring you greetings from the state of Mississippi. Uh, I'm the pastor of 24 years of the Missionary Baptist Church, Mount Pilgrim. Amen. amen. So we come from there and we come to worship with you. And, and wherever God's word is, you're in the right place. Amen. amen, amen. The Lord did put a little something on my heart for you. And I'm just going to give you the service he gave me. 
God say we are dressed up for battle and not using any weapon. And what he was talking about was that we are saved, we are sanctified, we are all of these things, but that we'll not fight the devil. He said that we should put on the whole arm of God, but we forget that he said, and pick up your weapon, which is the word of God. Uh, Say, don't pay no attention to the shout. The Bible says that he trembles at the mention of Jesus' name. And the last time I heard, he was the word of God. And so that is our weapon, and we need to start using that against the enemy. He's attacking our families. He's attacking the churches. He's just attacking, period. And if we were as faithful as the devil, we might would get something done. But God bless you. We just want to say thank you, and we're going to enjoy what we're going to get. Amen. Praise the Lord. This pastor, tell me your last name one more time. Landor. Amen. I'm going to get it right. Pastor Landor is the cousin to our very own evangelist Barbara Hardaway. Amen. And they are here. Hold on. We, 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 okay. We are so grateful that him and his family are here. What part of Mississippi are you from? Okay, we know we heard of Picayune. Have you heard of Water Valley? Okay, well, that gentleman sitting back there, um, wave your hand, Dad, is from Water Valley, Mississippi. <laughs> he from the right state. Amen. He all the way from Water Valley. Amen. We are so happy that Pastor Landor is here with us and he has his family. Would you like to stand and give us your name? Amen, amen. Come on, family, put your hands together. Amen. We are so excited when family and friends come to visit us, and we want you to leave with something. We want you to know that we pray that something be said today that will impact your love relationship with the Lord, that will intensify your love relationship with the Lord, that will increase your faith, give you strength to make it from day to day. Amen. So on behalf of myself, Pastor Kimberly Black, and the entire Greater St. Stephen's Mission Baptist Church family, we want to say to you, thank you. Amen. Amen. We, we want to say, come on, y'all, thank you for popping in. Amen. Thank you for popping in. Amen. Amen. Thank you for popping in. Amen. Can you check to see if there's anybody online that's worshiping with us for the first time? Amen. I'm going to get ready. Pastor, for um, the last, I lost count now, um, 20 years, I know, right? We started in 25. We're getting ready to be 40. So what's that? Somebody... 15? Okay, for the past 15 years, we have been um, blessing the church family. My mama always taught me that charity begins at home and then it spreads abroad. And so ever since then, on every first Sunday, 15 years ago, we've been 
blessing someone in our church family with a Safeway gift card. And we just increased it in January to $40. So here in Oregon, they can get groceries and gas at Safeway. So let, let's, let's spin the wheel. Let's see what we got today. Who's going home with it today? Um, let me, oh, who wins? Who, who's next? That's the name of it. Who's next? All right. Let's spin this thing. All right, next. Let's spin it. Come on, give me some drum music. Give me some music. Y'all clap your hands if you want your name to be called today. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Sister Vicki Malone. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Sister Vicki Malone. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank God for Sister Vicki. Amen. So we are just grateful to God today. Amen. That she was able to um, get the card on today. I do have a few pastoral observations and a few announcements that I want to bring to your attention. The first one, that this is Black History Month. Amen. And the theme for Black History Month this year, um, every year they have a theme. And this year, Black History Month, the theme is African Americans and the, um, the influence that they have had on the arts. Music, visual art, and cultural movements. Somebody say cultural movement, visual arts, and music. So this is what I'm asking us to do. I'm gonna, I'm, today I'm going to talk a little bit about the visual arts, and, uh, and, and I need to regroup what I had in my mind to do. So just give me a minute, but I'm going to get it done. Amen? But next Sunday, say next Sunday, we will honor those that have made history in music. Amen? And music is a big genre. I know we in church and everybody wants, wants everybody to think that in a radio they only play gospel because it's Sunday. But I know a few of us in here that, that listen to some Bobby Blue Bland. We listen to some Earth, Wind, and Fire, some Aretha Franklin. We listen to Fred Hammond and we, we who? Boys to Men. We, some of us even listen to Bob Marley. Amen. Come on. Come on. And, and, then, and then, then we might even listen to, um, uh, what's the little boy's name that went country on us? What is his name, y'all? Lil Nase. I know we ain't got no little Nase listeners in here, but it's country music, amen. And it's country. We we have we have made all kind of music, right? So next Sunday, you all will come prepared to talk about your favorite artist, amen. I I just I just don't want to know the song. I want to know what it means. 
I want to know when they wrote it. So whoever come ready will get to share on second Sunday about music. Amen. Amen. Don't be limited in what you, what you, just because we at church, that, that's okay, because I'm going to talk about Prince. <laughs> Show enough now, because I like me some Prince. And he was a musical genius, a musical genius. So we, 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 we got some gifts in, in the body. We got some gifts that God has given to us, and we want to talk about them. We want to be educated, amen? And then on the third Sunday, we're going to um, celebrate a cultural movement. What is that? But, well, okay, the Black Panthers, the heir of the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. So what, Pastor, what are we going to do? We're going to come dress the church in our 60s and our 70s. <laughs> in our 60s and our 70s. So pull out your Afro puff. Pull out your bell bottom. I already got on my platform. I came, I came ready. I had to practice. Amen. So get your platforms, get your bell bottoms, come dressed in your 70s. Amen. And then on the fourth Sunday, Mother Kimmins, will be old landmark day. Oh, Landmark Day, our mother's ministry have been working really hard to ensure that we have a great time in the Lord and Old Landmark Day. So you, how do you come dressed for Old Landmark Day? April, aprons, bonnets, and overalls, amen? Pastor J.W. Friday and the Bright um, Star Ministries will be our special guests on Sunday morning, amen? Following our Sunday morning worship experience, we will be serving dinner. And I'm going to ask you, church family, that we keep it limited to the church family because the dinner is going to be catered. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to feed us. They're going to give us a plate. We're going to eat, dine, fellowship, and then go home. Amen. And so the second Sunday, we're going to talk about what? Music. Third Sunday, we're going to come dressed in our bell bottoms. In our 70s, 60s and 70s, fourth Sunday, we're going to come in old Landmark Day clothing. Amen? Amen. So that's our cultural movement. Amen? Because we played a big part of the shifting. Everybody want to talk about what the hippies did. And they didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing. The Black Panthers started a movement. And that's what we're going to look at, amen. So if I can get Dr. Haynes over here for a few minutes, because he was one of the original Black Panthers. Dr. Leroy Haynes, the pastor of Allen Temple, came out, uh, came out of California. He was a part of the um, original Black Panthers. So if I can get him over here for a few minutes for that third Sunday, I will, amen. All right. Um, I think that's all I wanted to talk about because if I give you too much, I'll confuse you. Amen. Second Sunday, music. Third Sunday, 
the 70s. Come on, come on now. I need y'all to talk back so I know that you you with me now. 60s and 70s. For Sunday? Oh, Landmark Day. All right. That, that's what we're doing. Um, we are working with the Coalition of African and African American Pastors as they sponsor the communication number four. Um, this is a time where we as black people come together and learn how to prophetically witness to the racism and the social injustice that we have experienced for years. These conversations will take place on the 23rd and 24th of February at um, Emmanuel Temple Church. And I want you all to know that there is a registration, but if you sign up with me, you won't have to pay the registration. Amen? So I already have three names. So if you want to go um, on Friday night from 6.30 to 9.00, Saturday morning from 10 to 1, please sign up. Let me know that you want to go and be a part. That's February 23rd and 24th. Um, Dr. Uh, Miguel De La Torre from Denver will be our guest speaker. Um, I haven't heard him speak, but I read his book. And I was blessed because he is a Christian, and he talks about how to do ethics in the margins. And he's talking about the black and brown people, how, how we as Christians do things ethically and we are marginalized. I'll talk more about that from the book of Amos. Amen. I'll talk more about that from the book of Amos. But that's where we are today. That's where we are. On the 17th, from 10 to 11, we will have our fitness for followers. Is that what it is? Followers of fitness. Amen. That's from 10 to 11, and she's asking us to go to her website to register. So she wants to know how many are coming. So um, I will send out the link to the website this afternoon so that we all can get registered. Amen. We will be next door. We will be working out, and we will be having a hallelujah good time in the Lord. Amen. All right. I have one more announcement, and then I'm going to move to my black history we have someone on the line? Okay. Um, on March, uh, we will be having the carrier, concealed carrier course. It will be March the 2nd. Um, the registration is $100. That's why I'm telling you early. So you can get it together. Um, But that's March the 2nd. It will be here. I've sent the announcement out so that we can be present. Um, It's at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then following that, you can have the opportunity to go. Uh, He talks about um, safety. Um, I'm trying to get to this. I'm so sorry. He talks about... um, safety, and um, I just sent this to Minister Lee last night, and I can't. Okay, I got it right here. Um, It's a concealed carry course, Saturday, March 2nd, from 10 to 2. 
Um, this is a defense class. Uh, he will cover uh, license requirements, firearm safety and storage, methods of concealment and use of force. Amen? And it's $100, and he will um, give us $10 for everyone who participates. Amen? Amen? March the 2nd. I'm telling us now, ma'am, it's going to be here. Yeah, we're going to be here March the 2nd. It's $100. Um, so we want to um, be mindful of that. Did we have a caller that pressed one on their phone? Okay, 5034, if you are on the line, we are bringing you live that you may greet us, 5034. I think that's Mother Gloria. Good morning. All right, we'll move on. Amen. Um, visual arts. I want to kind of just share with us something that I heard this week um, about the first African American that contributed to um, the visual arts. And I'm going to um, play this so that you can hear it and we'll um, move on from there. Oh, they hear it. You don't hear it. For um, praise and worship. It's time for praise and worship. Amen. Let's prepare our hearts now for praise and worship. If we can get the offering basket brought up, and if we have our tithes and our offering, you can bring your tithes and offering at this time. I want to ask, oh, I know what I forgot to do. Amen. Um, for our 40th church anniversary, today we are at, let me get that for you. Yes, you can color it in for us, Sister Kamisha. Um we are at $1,021. Today we are at $1,021. Our goal is $10,000 by August. Amen. And so we're on our way. Amen. And so I want to encourage you to continue to give. We've asked each member for $400. Amen. And you give what you can when you have it, but let's be mindful of what our goal is. Amen. And I thank those of you that have started to give already because people started back in November. Amen. And so we are just going to keep moving forward for what God has in store for us. Amen. Um, continue to pray for Mother Mays, Deaconess Robinson. Amen. Mother Gloria. Continue to keep them all lifted up in prayer. Amen. And we're going to continue to believe that God is a healer. And Deaconess Sanders, amen. 
Deacon F. Sanders. Let's continue to believe God is a healer. Uh, we're going to be uh, going to the book of Amos after our altar call. We'll have our altar call. Uh, we'll have praise and worship. We'll have altar call. If you have offering, you may bring your offering while we're worshiping the Lord. For those of you that are at home, you can give uh, through Cash App. It's Cash App, G-S-S-M-B-C-P-D-X, dollar sign, G-S-S-M-B-C-P-D-X. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, we're standing all over the building. Let's get ready, get ready for praise and worship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How great is our God. How great is our God. Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. How great is our Oh, 
Father, we need you to forgive us. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Create within us a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within us. God, we need you to touch, heal, and deliver your people all across this land. God, heal cancer, heal diabetes, heal lupus, heal AIDS, heal sickle cell, Father. Heal high blood pressure. Heal kidney disease. Heal eye disease. Today we declare and decree the blood of Jesus. God, we don't worry about it because we know that if you don't heal us on this side, when we cross over to the River Jordan, we'll leave all sickness and disease and infirmities behind. And we will enter into your pearly gates with a new body. God, we thank you for being so good today. Thank you for being our healer, our deliverer. Now, God, as we stand here together at this altar, let your preach word that's coming forth, let it penetrate our hearts and our minds. Let it get inculcated in our spirits that will cause us to do what is right in your sight. Let us hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say today. Let us be doers of your word and not just hearers. God, I pray today that this word will tear down strongholds, give strength to those who are weak, who are fighting 
the fight of justice across this land. Give them wisdom. Give them understanding. Give them knowledge, God. But give them a fear of God today that they would do what is good and pleasing in your sight. And then help us, Father, those of us that are here. Help us, oh God, to do, oh God, what you commissioned and commanded us to do. But today we want to get a better understanding of your word. We want a better understanding of the purpose that you've called us to in these last and evil days. So I pray now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, clap your hands, people of God, with great expectation of what the word of God is about to say to each of us today. Come on and clap your hands. Give God praise today. Amen. Coming from the book of Amos, Amen. Sister Tanisha, can you help get next door to the rest? Need a key? Amen. Thank you so much. Sister Landor, someone's coming to help you get next door. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, The book of Amos, for those of you that have the Sunday school book, we're on page 221. And the pages are found at the bottom of the book. The book of Amos, we're in week 23. The title of this lesson is God is not fooled. God is not fooled. Mother Washington used to say, you can fool me all the time, but you can't fool God. None of the time. God is not full. We're coming from the book of Amos, and I just want to kind of give you a little brief synopsis on the book of Amos. If you have been joining us on Wednesdays, amen. Uh, Mother, he does have snacks in his bag. Amen. Uh, If you have been enjoying our Wednesday night discussion, Put your hands together and praise the Lord. We have been blessed to be able to go back through our lesson to pick up other stories and to pick up different meanings and different life applicable uh, lessons from, uh, we started at Genesis, amen, and this week will be where? Huh? We did Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. We did Numbers. We're going to the book of Deuteronomy. Amen. So refresh by looking at the lesson for week five and then just thumbing through the book of Deuteronomy and your notes that you took, amen, that we preached when we preached from the book of Deuteronomy. But let me tell you a little bit about the book of Amos. The book of Amos is to pronounce God's judgment upon Israel and the northern kingdom for their complacency and their idolatry and the oppression of the poor. 
the wealthy people of Israel were enjoying peace and prosperity. They were, uh, what, what, what we say, the rich gets richer? That's what was going on there. They were enjoying uh, riding in their Lamborghinis and their Teslas, living in their mansions and wearing furs and diamonds and eating at the finest restaurants, walking past men and women, holding up signs saying, we'll work for food. Come on now. Walking past tents lined up on the freeway. Come on now. I, I was the other day, I was over here on Southeast Ninth off of Lincoln, and my heart began to grieve all of the tents and the debris and the people and the campers and the cars with people living inside of them. The government is oppressing the poor. Just what happened in this book of Amos, we are seeing it in February the 3rd, 2024. We got people in the United States that can't afford health care. They don't go to the dentist. They don't go to the doctor. They can't go to the eye doctor. If something happens to them, they got to figure out how to fix it. Then if by chance, if they get to the hospital, they treat them like they left them. So the, 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 the wealthy people of Israel were enjoying peace and prosperity. They were complacent. That means they were comfortable. It didn't bother them that there was people begging for food. It didn't bother them that people didn't have health care. It didn't bother them that children are going to bed hungry every other night. They were oppressing the poor. And they were even selling them into slavery. That, this is in the book of Amos. The key verse is Amos chapter 5, verse 24. We've heard it. Dr. Martin Luther King used it in the I Have a Dream. It's a simple, simple verse. Amos 5 and 24. As we're finding it, I also want to tell you that the book of Amos is a part of the minor prophets, not because its message was not important, but because it's a short book. That's what made the, the prophets between the, dif the difference between the prophets in the Bible. Remember Isaiah. And Jeremiah, all of them had 60-something. Isaiah had 66 chapters. Jeremiah got 50-something. 
So they, they, they are the, that's what made them the major prophets. Then the minor prophets are those with short chapters like this one. There's only five chapters in Amos. But Amos 5 and 24 says, But let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. This morning, as we look at the book of Amos, I, I want to start reading um, at chapter 5, verse 10. I, 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 it, it bothers me that our writers pick and choose what they want to talk about here without giving us the whole story. Um, but I'm going to read, I'm going to start at verse 1 just quickly to give you some backdrop to what was happening in this chapter. And I am reading from the Living Bible. This is Amos. This book was written by Amos. Um, the book of Amos also is divided into three parts. Chapter 1 through chapter 2, verse 16, announces the judgment. Verses chapter 3 through chapter 6, which our lesson today falls right in the middle of, talks about the reason for the judgment. Chapter 7 through chapter 9 talks about the vision of the judgment. Judgment is coming, y'all. Judgment is coming. So let, let me read a little bit so you can see what, what's happening here. Amos chapter 5, verse 1. I'm reading from the Living Bible. He says, Sadly, I sing this song of grief for you, O Israel. And he's, he's already eulogizing them. He, 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 they have already come. They, he's talking to them, but he's talking to them like they already did. Amen. He says, sadly, I sing this song of grief to you. He said, beautiful Israel lies broken and crushed upon the ground and cannot rise. No one will help her. Sin, somebody say sin, sin. is left her alone to die. I'm going to pause right there and I want to tell y'all, sin will cause you to die and go to hell. Oh, I need somebody in here besides Elder, besides Evangelist Hardaway to shout amen because that's the truth. Y'all know that like I know that. Sin will cause you to go to hell. If it is unrepented, if it is a habitual sin that you do every day, all day long, and never repent of that thing, it's... It, it, it's, it's even worse than cancer. Sin is ugly because it just don't, uh, cancer just affects the insides and the organs and all of that, but sin can mess me up. Your sin. Your sin could cause me to sin. If I, if I ain't rooted and grounded in the word of God and me and you is buddy, buddy, Come on now, tell the truth. So Israel, he says, you're, you was beautiful, but now you, you're lying in the ground. The, 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 the King James Version says it's like a virgin who has died. 
Now, y'all need to think about that one. A virgin who has died, that means there's no offspring. That means that there's nobody left to carry on the legacy or the name of that individual that's lying dead in the street because of the sin. Well, you say, well, what was the sin? Well, number one, idolatry. They worshiped all kind of gods. They forgot about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Their other sin was, was they were oppressing the poor. Well, Pastor, how are you going to call that a sin? The Bible says, love thy neighbor as thyself. The Bible says, the poor you will have with you always. Why do you think Jesus had that put in there? So that we would know that we would need to take care of each other. We want to say we're poor, but there's somebody today walking around didn't have a bed to sleep in. Somebody today walking around didn't have the clothes we got on. We, we had a change of clothes, but we want to say we poor. We got more than one pair of shoes, and we want to say we poor. We can go to the refrigerator and pull out uh, all kind of meat and all kind of cheese, all kind of fruit and all kind of vegetable, but we say we poor. This, this lesson today is to help us to do better about taking care of the poor. Verse, verse 3, verse 3, and he says, For the Lord God says, The city that sends a thousand men to battle, a hundred will return. The city that sends a hundred, only ten will come back alive. God was tired of their mess. God said, I'm sick of y'all. You keep doing what you want to do. You keep doing the opposite of what I say do. I say do good and you keep doing evil. Tired of it. Don't you know God is going to get tired of the mess that we're doing here too? Look at verse 4. Remember, this is the announcement of the judgment. This is where we are. This is, he said, he said you, you've done all this in the sight of God, and God is sick of it. But guess what? We serve a loving God. We serve a God full of compassion, full of pity, full of grace. Look what the Lord says to the people in verse 4. The Lord says to the people of Israel, seek me and live. Woo! Don't that just rest in your spirit? He said, seek me and live. He said, stop seeking these idols of Bethel and Gilgal and Beersheba. The people of Gilgal will carry you to exile. They want you to be their slaves. They're going to hold you prisoner. Verse 6, he says, seek the Lord and live. Verse 7 says, O evil men, you make justice a bitter pill for the poor and oppressed righteousness and fair play and meaningless fractions to you. They don't mean nothing to you. You can walk past them and don't feel no shame. You don't feel no compassion. You don't feel no empathy. You walk past the folk at McDonald's and when you know you can get a Happy Meal for $5, 
We see the folk at Wendy's. Buy them a big bag. Well, what's a big bag, Pastor? It's a cheeseburger and some um, chicken nuggets, some fries and a drink. How much is a big bag, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. $5. You mean to tell me you can't feed somebody for $5? Okay, let me pause and let me pump the brakes. Let me tell you this. If you give them the $5 and they walk away from the parking lot, that ain't your business. You better not say nothing to them because that's not your business. God gave you the $5 and he wanted you to bless somebody. And if they chose to take the blessing and do whatever they wanted to do with it, God what? Bless them. You can't be worried about, well, I, I ain't going to give them no money because they're going to go buy drugs. I, know, I don't use drugs, so I'm not going to let my money. That ain't your business. Why you can't get blessed? You too busy trying to control somebody else's blessing. I'm, I'm just telling the truth, y'all. I'm, I'm talking about fairness and, and, and between individuals in society and equal access to wealth opportunities and social privileges. That, that's what they call social justice. That's what we're looking at right now. We're looking at social justice. We were looking at feeding those that are hungry, clothing those that are naked, visiting those that are sick and incarcerated, helping take care of their needs. We live in a world where social justice is a big thing now. I mean a big thing now. They're giving folks money organizations money to to do social justice let me tell you what what some examples of social justice are since we are uh, in black history let's let's talk about some of this stuff we have voting rights criminal justice environmental justice immigration and economic justice there's social discrimination there's health and uh, the effects of climate change. All of that has to do with us. And we are a part of the social justice movement. There are different types of social justice. There's racist, gender, age, sexual orientation, religion, uh, nationality, education, mental and physical ability. The Bible teaches about social justice. It does? It does? Well, what does the Bible have to say about social justice? The Bible says God wants us to do right by each other. He wants us to do right by each other. When we look at the scripture here in Amos, God tells the people to seek him and live. Pastor, what does it mean to seek? Seek means to look for. Move. Oh, you know, it, it, used to, it used to get on my nerves when I tell the kids to go in the house. I'm sitting in the car, and I'm saying, go look for something and come on out. 
Now, I ain't told them what it was. I told them where it was. And they walked in the house and did this. And then they came back outside and said, I didn't see it. That's how we do God. We never pick up our Bible. We never get on our knees and pray. We never stop and have conversation with like-minded people. We just do this. Wait on them to drop it from the sky. But the Bible says, seek God and live. Every now and then you got to push back the plate in your seeking. Some of us have got so accustomed to going without eating that now fasting don't even do nothing to our flesh. So you need to kick it up another notch. Stop watching TV. Stop talking on the phone. Stop drinking certain drinks. Stop puffing on certain stuff. Because what you want to do is crucify your flesh. Bring your flesh under subjection when you're seeking God. Because God does not glory in your flesh. God does not live in an unclean temple. So the Bible says, seek God. Seek good and not evil that you may live. Our lesson, this is a warning to us. This is a warning to us. Amos chapter 5, verse 1, he shocks the people by singing a song of grief. I can hear it. The thrill is gone. Gone away for good. He had to get their attention because y'all are messed up. And you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Verse Four, God gives them a remedy for their sins. He says, seek God. I want to encourage you today. Seek God in difficult times. Because if you seek God in difficult times, he will bring you strength. He will bring you peace. He will give you courage. He will give you wisdom. He will give you understanding. If you seek God in difficult times, he'll give you the answer to the problem. When we look at verses 10 through 12, we find a society that's in trouble. They chose to do wrong instead of doing what was right. Any society that exploits the poor, the defenseless, that hates the truth is bound for destruction. Think about it. God is saying, y'all would love, y'all choose to love money. Y'all choose to love alcohol. Y'all choose to love illicit sex. Y'all choose to love money. Y'all choose to love your job. You choose to love your children. You choose to love your spouse. You choose to love golfing. You choose to love boating. You choose to love bowling more than you love me. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I want you to do what's right. I want you to live with a righteous mind. I want you to seek me and live. I want you to love the truth. 
I want you to speak in truth. I want you to walk in truth. In verse 12, we are given instruction to take care of the poor. We are given the instruction to take care of the poor. We do a good job here at Greater St. Stephen's. We're in the shelters. We go out on the streets. But don't you know that there's more that can be done to help the poor? That's what this lesson is all about today. Loving what is good. Doing what is good. Loving what is truthful. Doing what is true. We don't want to see the judgment of God come upon us because we fail to do what he has instructed us to do. Let us seek God and live. Not with our lip service. Not just because we see you. But do it when we don't see you. Do it when we ain't around. Do it Monday through Saturday. Do it on your own. Don't wait for the church to say, we're going to do, we're going to go out on the street and pass out socks and toothbrushes. Don't wait, but you do it. And if the church don't do it, you rise up and say, it's time to go out on the street. Because that's what God is requiring of us to do. It's to go out into the highways and the byways. To compel men and women and boys and girls to come to Christ. To turn from sin. To seek God's face and to live. Amen? Let's prepare now to commune together. Does everyone have a communion? Have we all been served? Brother Farrell, can you help us out here? If you have not received your cup, I'm going to ask Brother Farrell, just raise your hand so that we can commune together. Amen. We're going to commune together. We don't have anything up here, Brother Farrell. We don't have anything up here. Amen. 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 For those of you that are at home, I hope that you have prepared yourself a little bit of juice, got a little cracker, or some water. We are communing together today to commemorate the death, burial, resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I'm so glad he did it. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad he did it. Somebody in here don't know what he did. Well, he hung, bled, and died for the remission of our sins. I don't have to die and go to hell. I can prepare to live in eternity in heaven. I'm so glad he did. I'm going to try it again. I'm so glad he did it. I don't know about you today. Jesus knew 
way before time that he was going to give up his life to redeem us from sin, hell, and the grave. And so what he did, he did it on his own accord. Nobody made him. They didn't take his life. He gave his life. And so today as we commune together, the scripture, 1 Corinthians, tells us to examine our hearts. If we have any unconfessed, unrepented sins, we need to do that now. If we have an ought against our brother and our sister, we need to go make it right now. Because we don't want to commune together and one of us brings damnation to their own soul. So we want to do it right, church. We want to do it right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all that you did for us on Calvary. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And we thank you. Thank you for being obedient to your Father. And we thank you for giving your life that we may have life and have life more abundantly. As we come to commune together today, we pray that this wafer, which represents the blood of Jesus, and this cup, which represents the blood of Jesus, will strengthen us encourage us to be doers of your word that as we when we leave this place of worship we will leave and go out those doors to serve your people so strengthen us now father as we commune together and as we commemorate what you did for us over 2,000 years ago we thank you for letting them pierce you in the side beating you, Father, and causing there to be stripes on your back. Thanking you, Father, that you took the pain of them pulling hair from your beard and then putting a crown of thorns on your head. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us commune together. The, the body, the, the wafer represents the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Take and eat. The cup represents the blood which was shed for us on Calvary. Take and drink. Amen. The old church would sing a hymn and go out. Amen. Come on, set your feet and let's give God praise. Amen as we prepare to sing a hymn and receive our benediction.